Hi, I'm Marsh Ward, president of Callaway's Nursery. We're based right here in Dallas-Fort Worth, and we're proud to sponsor this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now, here's Neil. Thank you, Marsh, very, very much. I don't think I've ever seen that man in the 35 or 38 years that I have known him, but what he was smiling. Always a kind smile, always a kind uh, behavior toward people. That may be why he moved up from uh, loading cars and, and helping me at a store that no longer exists. They move on and kind of adjust with neighborhoods. That's where I met him, and, and frankly, he remembers better than I do that first meeting. And he's talked about that first meeting, and I wish I could tell you, oh, I remember Mars. He was that, that great young man who helped me, but, but uh, he was... Obviously, there were people paying attention to him because he moved up and up and up in the Callaway's organization to the top, and uh, I've known him very, very well uh, since then, and uh, always smiling, and employees love him. So thank you, Mars, for welcoming, and, and, and be sure when you go into Callaway's later today, they open at 9, nice time to shop at Callaway's, still cool in the in the, uh, in the the nurseries, and a nice time to shop. Be sure to tell them, hey, thanks for sponsoring. They've been sponsors for a long time and, and friends for a longer time. Um, what do I need to tell you? I think that's pretty much it. This whole hour is sponsored by Callaways, and there are lots of them now. I think they're up to 28 across Texas and uh, 22 or 23 in the Metroplex. I'll get that exact count here in a moment. Uh, in the meanwhile, Mike Bass is uh, with me. As Mike always is, he is the best. Bass is the best. And he is running the boards and answering the phones for me. Love to have you call. That's the purpose. It's a talk show. And that number is 800-288-WBAP. The last uh, Sunday of July. Can you imagine? 800-288-9227. Please call right now. Please fill up those phone lines. That would be appreciated. That uh, takes all the pressure off the talk show host. Uh, we had a lot of calls uh, last uh, Sunday. We had a lot of calls yesterday on my other two programs that I do. Statewide especially was busy. And then on KLIF, I do a statewide program to about 33 stations right before lunch for an hour. And then KLIF from 1 until 3. That's a sister station of WBAP. That's how I get to mention their name freely here. Otherwise, I would be getting the hook. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I, I hope that today follows suit. 800-288-9227. Mike will screen the calls and, and get you ready to go on the air with me. We begin our Sunday morning broadcast every Sunday and have for 28 and a half years with my good friend, Steve Huddleston, Public Relations Manager of the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. And um, I'll leave some stuff for the end of this report. Uh, in the meanwhile, I will wish Steve a good morning. Well, good morning to you, Neil. How are you doing? Well, I'm doing all right in this heat. Yeah, it is bitter out there. Just, uh, just a blast furnace. I know you're spending a couple days with family, and uh, and that's a good thing. That's a really good thing. Your family has grown in those 28 and a half years, and I know you are all about family. So uh, I hope you have a good uh, a good time with them. Uh, something that you're getting ready to do in the garden that the folks are uh, on the verge of uh, doing um, is something you showed me last year from your own yard. And I want you to tell folks about it because this was absolutely beautiful. And I assume it's going to be the same variety. Just a yes or no to that, and then I'll let you go ahead and talk about it. Yes. Well, in the garden, we are getting ready to plant 45,000 marigolds. 
in preparation for our celebration of Hispanic Heritage Month, which takes place from September 15th through October 15th. But those marigolds have to be planted within the next two weeks or so. And uh, most of these marigolds will be planted in a new bed on the south end of the South Vista. And then others will be planted along Old Garden Road and in beds throughout the garden. And, yes, I planted these. Uh, I planted Taishan orange marigolds at my house last August. And that's the time of year to plant them, in August, late summer. And then they, they bloom and perform very well in the fall. Uh, they're less susceptible to spider mites if you plant them late in the summer. Yeah, it makes a huge difference. And the other thing that happens, Steve, is that with the cooler weather in the fall, the colors are more intense than they are in the early summer when it starts to get hotter. Now, yes. tell us tell us the variety that you use, because we use these in e-gardens, a photo in e-gardens. They are a couple of photos. They are absolutely beautiful. Well, yes. What I used was the uh, the African marigold, Taishan orange. Uh, just spectacular. Great big flower head. I mean, a couple of inches wide, just huge, big. Spell it for us if you could. Yes, it's T-A-I-S-H. A-N, Taishan. So there's Taishan orange, there's Taishan yellow, but I chose the gold. It's a very bright, cheerful color, beautiful in the fall. All right, and uh, when you say there is Taishan orange and Taishan uh, gold and you cho- uh, yellow, and then you say mm-hmm. I chose the gold, which is that? Well, the orange, yes. The okay, Taishan, thank you. Yes, yeah. yeah. Trying to pin you down here early on a yeah, Sunday morning. There go. I yeah, know. Horticulturists are known for being elusive. So. Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, they were absolutely beautiful. You had a big drift of them in your in your home landscape, and yes. it was absolutely stunning. So, thank you very much for that. Featured plant this week is is a a Texas native. I won't take any of your thunder away from me on this one. Lovely plant. It's one of those understated kind of the opposite of Taishan orange. Yes, uh, it uh, it is just one that you love because it it just enjoys being around in the heat. Tell us about it. Well, it's a member of the hibiscus family. It is rock rose. This is Pavonia laziopetala. It's a native shrub. Uh, it's popular for its long bloom period and versatility, accepting full sun to half-day shade, a variety of soils, and very dry to regularly irrigated conditions. It demonstrates high heat tolerance. Uh, this small perennial shrub is woody at the base, herbaceous above, and bears light green, velvety, heart-shaped leaves, and then deep rose pink, miniature hibiscus-like flowers, which open in the morning and close up by early afternoon in our highest heat. Uh, This plant gets about a foot and a half to four feet tall, maybe three feet wide. Uh, Its naturally loose, open branching form may be kept more compact by frequent pruning, uh, which promotes new growth and more flowers. Pavonia may live only three to six years, but it self-sows readily, or it may be easily propagated by saved seed or softwood cuttings. What is the native range of this? It's the hill country, isn't it? Yes, and beyond that, I don't know. But uh, we've had it in our trial garden for years. We've had it in the, in the botanic garden for years, and it's done very well for us. It uh, keeps coming back reliably. Really pretty plant. I had a uh, doctor that I saw once at a uh, an office building, of all things, and, and uh, the... Huh. The landscape crew had nothing to mow. There was no grass anywhere. They just had rock 
and uh, and and pavonia rock rose i thought boy that's yes. an appropriate plant for that yes. landscape yes. Yes. and it did well it was the most gosh awful heat in that parking yes. lot to walk past and there was pavonia blooming its heart out so good plant i love that one all right now we have a, a noteworthy date that we knew was coming at some point relative to events in the garden tell us well today is the last day for zim sculpt which is an exhibit that features more than 100 contemporary sculptures by several dozen Zimbabwean artists. All sculptures in the exhibit are for sale. Some of those are as tall as seven feet. They are scattered throughout the garden on the grounds. But there are some smaller pieces available in what we call the marketplace, which is a large white tent in front of the entrance to the Japanese garden. And uh, those pieces are smaller. They're less expensive. Uh, but live sculptors are on site, demonstrated in their artistry. So even today, you can watch a couple of sculptors uh, chisel away at pieces of stone to make some of these beautiful sculptures that uh, that are for sale. But this is the last day, today. The last day, it is All indeed. Right. And they are there through what time today? Uh, well, let's see, 5 o'clock. We close at 5 o'clock on Sunday. Don't be coming in at 445, folks. No, 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 no. <laughs> last admission is uh, sold at 4 o'clock. All right. And thank you for that, and thanks for all the work that those folks have done for all these months. It sounded like a, such an easy task in April. It sounds like such a daunting task in June and July when it's been so yeah. hot. Yeah. And now, I was asked to keep a dog for our daughter's friend for three weeks in January of 2022. Uh, we still have the dog, and his name is Zeus. And I'm the one who takes him to the vet. I think I have a dog, I think is a better way to yes. phrase it. Uh, yes. Some things last a little longer than you expect. Tell us about stick work. <laughs> well, it's lasted a little longer than we expected. Yeah, uh, that was the setup for you. Yes. Uh, yes. Well, it's been up for three years now, and it will be up through the end of this year. Uh, this is an exhibit that features a twisted and woven American elm and roughly dogwood saplings that were locally harvested and uh, sculpted to create kind of a, a windswept look. It's a really a maze that kids of all ages enjoy walking through, uh, but that is up uh, through the end of this year in the Fuller Garden, and it's still up and running. It's a beautiful exhibit, very interesting. Yeah, that man needs to build houses. <laughs> He's doing pretty well. He well. might, who knows? Yeah, well, that's right. All right, let's uh, do this as we always have done. Tell us how to find the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. We are just north of I-30 on University Drive, across from Trinity Park. All right, and that's uh, on the near west side of uh, downtown Fort Worth by a couple of miles. Uh, the uh, exit would be what you'd take for TCU or for the zoo, but you go north instead. 24-hour information telephone line. That is 817-463-4160. All right, and then uh, also tell us, please, the uh, website for the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. Uh, that was a good hint. It's fwbg.org. All right. And now the tough part. Uh, 28 and a half years, Steve has been with me on Sunday mornings, uh, first as the senior horticulturist for how many years in that position, Steve? 26 years. 26. And for the last two and a half years as public relations manager, and that involved being a part-time job. And uh, he is he retired and then took that one on as part-time. He would like to retire again. And uh, this time it is as a full-time retirement. Yeah. And so this is Steve's last report with us. Yeah. And I hope you know how much you have meant to this broadcast. 28 and a half years, Steve, is a real commitment. And I don't think you've missed very many. You missed uh, uh, 
uh, a few years when you took a, a month to go to Germany, but you always yes. left me a report or a yes. reporter, one or the other. And I am immensely grateful. We've become very good friends uh, through this, and I consider that uh, just a, a gold medal for me to, to, to be able to call you, my friend. I appreciate you so much. Well, I thank you, and it's been a privilege to uh, broadcast on your program all these years. Well, thank you, and and Steve will continue to write for eGardens. I do need to have you resend those. I looked everywhere; don't yeah. have them, Steve. So okay. go ahead when you when you're able. Uh, but uh, he will continue to write for eGardens, and that friendship will continue there. And uh, so, folks, uh, when you see Steve out on the street and you hear that voice and you recognize that voice, say, hey, thanks for all that you have done for, for Neil's program. Steve, be well. Have fun with family today. Well, thank you. You are the very best. Thank you, my friend. All right. And that report is sponsored today. That's tough to say goodbye to somebody that's been a, such a part of the program. Uh, sponsored today by the great people at Callaway's. That's only fitting because they sponsor the entire program, uh, first hour. Your front yard will make a great impression with neighbors and visitors when you include lush shade and vibrant ornamental trees from Callaway's Nursery, Japanese Maples, Oaks, Magnolias, all fabulous choices for enhancing your curb appeal. The canopy of a tree provides shade and comfort during warmer months. Hallelujah for that. And the blooms of ornamental trees are beautiful and charming. They're ways to add color and texture and life to your yard. That's pretty important as well. Shade and ornamental trees make your yard stand out and add environmental and other benefits to your neighborhood and our overall community. Today at Callaway's, they are 30% off, so stop by and select your favorites. Let them deliver them for you, and uh, you can uh, save some good bucks, and the trees look great. Be sure to wrap them as you take them home. They'll help you with that. They'll show you how, and, and if you have some old sheets or something, take them with you along with some really good tie-down materials. If you're looking for some help with your summer garden refresh, try Pick and Plant, a convenient service where you shop for your new flowers or trees and shrubs, and leave the planting to their experts. There you go. Shop any of their community stores, including their new location in Cedar Park, just northwest of Austin. Callaway's open seven days a week for your shopping convenience or order online at callaways.com. As I mentioned, they open at 9 every day. And so shop early. You can shop until 6. Serving Texans for more than 35 years. That's Callaway's Nursery. Life lived beautifully. It's Callaway's.com. This segment of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your friends at Callaway's. I'm Sam at Callaway's in Little Elm. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Sam. He's been with them a long time, and that's a big responsibility to be at that store. That's a busy store. All right. We're getting the program underway now. That that uh, uh, piece took a little longer with Steve. I, I just didn't want to shortcut that one. He, uh, he deserves it. Uh, so let me give you the phone numbers again. We have Dean in Albany, and then uh, you could be next. 800-288-WBAP. 800-288-9227. Dean, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, sir. Yes, I have a, oh, a red oak tree, about two foot diameter trunk, that the ants are, seem to be eating it up. I'm losing some limbs, and you can see the ant holes in it. What can I do? Save the tree. All right. Uh, what makes you think ants are eating the tree as opposed to living in an empty void in the tree? Well, uh, I don't know. I just thought 
holding there and eating in the I'm losing limbs and I just assume they were eating up the wood. I'm not uh, challenging you. There are carpenter ants and I guess it's possible that uh, they they may be involved. The the thing I want you to be sure of though that you're treating the right uh, pest problem. Uh it may not even be an insect. It could be for example decay. Ants are are often looking for a place to get out of the hot weather, get out of the cold weather, get out of the rain, whatever. And so they'll go into a, a void just to get out of the elements. And so it may be nothing more than that. They may be, I, I don't want to call them innocent bystanders, but they may just be bystanders to to the other problems. Uh, if there's any chance of decay being involved, then you need to get at the at the source of the decay. It might be that there was a branch that that broke at some point could even have been a fairly small branch that broke and, and decayed back into the internal part of the tree of, a, of the limb or the trunk. And there may be a cavity in there where the ants are hanging out. That's not uncommon. You'll find ants living in, in a, a wall or in a, uh, just any kind of a void. So do some checking. If you have access to an arborist or a tree specialist or a forester, or your county extension agent, or a really good full-time nursery professional, anybody like that who could could uh, take what I just said and, and do a little inspecting, that might be a good start. Um, and then do a little bit of, of research on uh, carpenter ants. You should be seeing, if the ants are actually feeding, I would think that you would uh, would see them carrying parts of the plant with them. Uh, leaves, little pieces of leaf or pieces of wood or something. Um, it could well be that you have twig girdlers. It could well be that these are old branches that are snapping off for some other reason. I, I just don't want to sign off on that just yet without seeing it. You need somebody to look at the tree or, or at least look at photos of the tree. Okay. All right. Well, thanks a lot. I, I don't want you to spend a bunch of money and a bunch of hope and waste a lot of time uh, getting to the right solution by chasing, uh, you know, going down the wrong rabbit hole. We've got plenty right. of rabbit holes on this one. Right, <laughs> yes. Okay, I appreciate it. Thank you, Dean. Thanks for that call. All right, folks, I need some calls. I'd love to hear from you right now, right now. Punch in those numbers, 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. My book is Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. It has 840 photographs in it, you say. Oh, my goodness, how can it have a word, a word, any words? There's a lot of text in this book. The photos are carefully arranged to support the text. 344 pages, more than 25 multi-page charts, charts that will help you choose just the right plant for what you need. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas. It refers to the uh, the hardiness zones that we're, the, the newest hardiness zone map from the USDA I think is in error and I'll bet they change it before too many more years because we've had two winters since the hardiness zone map uh, was changed in 2012. We've had two winters that were much colder than what they predicted on that map. The 1990 map is more accurate and I have it in the book as well so you can compare the two. Uh, that's one thing in chapter one and a lot of other things about soils and rainfall and other things in Texas. Chapter two is the 48 page calendar of when to do every task that you have to do, and it's written for every county in the state. 
if the thing you need to do varies early in the month or late in the month, I tell you that. We're about to change into August, and it will tell you four pages worth of things you need to get done in August. And then specific, detailed, uh, 30 or 40 page chapters on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. This book should be the only garden reference that you need to be successful in Texas. That's a rather arrogant statement, and I apologize, but it comes pretty close, and I've had a lot of people tell me that. Uh, it will be a big help at the least. Satisfaction is completely guaranteed, or I'll offer a full refund on it if you don't think it's worth $36.95 the price. That's a sale price, too, by the way. Don't delay. Uh, there are two ways you can buy it. I chose not to put it in stores or on Amazon because I sign every copy as it sells. You can order it from my website, neilsperry.com, or you can call my office Monday through Friday business hours, 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. The better way. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. When the people at Advanced Foundation Repair called to say they wanted me to do ads for their company, I told them I'd need references, people for whom they'd done work. I spent several weeks checking them all out, and the reviews were just fabulous. That was more than 20 years ago, and people are still thanking me for referring them to these leaders in the foundation repair industry. Affordable, innovative, honest, punctual. It's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. FoundationRepairs.com. All right, and Arborological Services, the leaders in the tree care industry, I mean, that race, they win by 20 lengths. <laughs> they are that good. They have 12 ISA, International Society of Arboriculture, certified arborists, 12 of them leading their teams across the Metroplex. Now, that is a certification program that assures you that you are getting the best in the business. And uh, they have... Uh, they have a 13-time Texas State Tree Climbing Champion, and uh, that's pretty awesome. You know, if you can beat the all the tree climbers from Texas, all who care to enter, 13 times and go on to the North American Championship and win it once, competing against all the other states. Oh, my goodness. That's Miguel Pastanez. Um, and then so forth. They have three of their people who have been selected as Arborists of the Year for Texas. I've told you those things several times. The real, per, uh, the real thing that you judge them on, though, is how well do your trees do. They will do better than with any other tree service company because these folks understand trees. They can get the most mileage out of your trees. It's like a really good auto mechanic. They know what to do to get maximum performance out of your shade trees. If you have a tree that is challenged, if it can be saved, these are the folks who can do it. Arborological Services. Now, their phone number, it's a toll-free number, but they are strictly local DFW. 866-552-7267. 866-552-7267. It's Arborological Services, the... Um, Website is arborological.com, arborological.com, Facebook, Arborological Services, Inc., Twitter, at The Tree Experts. Do what I did about two weeks ago. Have them come take a look at your trees during this time of stress and see what needs to be done to keep your trees healthy and vigorous. Again, one more time, that phone number, 866 866- 
552-7267, Arborological Services, arborological.com. This segment of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your friends at Callaway's. I'm Angelita at Callaway's in Austin. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Angelita, and bad on me. I was trying to get to the newscast, and I just stepped all over Angelita. So we'll be back after the news. DFW's News, Talk, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 820, WVAP. And KPLX, 99.5 FM, HD2. A Cumulus Media Station. Trending now. Fallout from the deal that fell through. I'm Lori Waffenschmidt at the WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com. WBAP first traffic and weather. On the ones. In Dallas, an accident has the left lane blocked on 75 southbound at Mockingbird Lane. And also in Dallas, an accident blocking the right shoulder on I-35E southbound at 30. Your WBAP forecast, a heat advisory in effect from 1 p.m. this afternoon to 8 p.m. on Monday, and also an ozone action day is in effect. Today, sunny and hot with highs around 104. Tonight, mostly clear, lows around 80. Right now, it is 83 degrees in Dallas, 83 degrees in Fort Worth. It's been a legal whirlwind for President Biden's son, Hunter. He and his attorneys thought they were in for a quick court appearance in Delaware late this week. Instead, it stretched three hours, the hearing unraveling when the judge asked the prosecutor a simple question. Is the investigation to Hunter Biden still ongoing? When the prosecutor answered yes, a chain reaction followed, ending with Hunter being ordered to return to court next month to settle the plea deal. Devin Archer, Hunter Biden's ex-business partner and fellow Burisma board member in Ukraine, is expected to testify before Congress Monday about the president's role, if any, he had in Hunter's business dealings. The House Republicans accused the president of accepting a $5 million bribe to fire a Ukrainian prosecutor investigating Burisma for corruption. Biden at the time was openly pressuring Ukraine to fire that prosecutor, but that was part of an international anti-corruption effort because the prosecutor was actually refusing to investigate Burisma and other companies. From the WBAP Newsroom, I'm Lori Waffenschmidt. Your next news update at 9 o'clock. Check back several times throughout your day and keep connected to News Talk 820 WBAP 99.5 FM HD2. Thank you, Lori, very, very much. Give us a call if you'd like. We have one line open, 800-288-WBAP. And I'm going to plunge straight forward toward uh, answering your questions as soon as I get this uh, this one break out of the way here. Uh, let me tell you first about Mueller, Mueller Steel Buildings for permanent storage. I am so grateful for the sponsorship of Mueller, and I hope that you'll... Uh, Hope that you'll look into a Mueller building for your needs. It might be something that is uh, just for your backyard, or it might be something as uh, big as uh, as a, a part of your business, a big part of your business, maybe your entire business. Uh, maybe, for example, why would you pay every month for a temporary storage facility when you can own a Mueller building? This is the backyard side of it. Mueller's backyard buildings are easy to assemble, affordable, and they offer a permanent storage solution right in your own backyard. With a variety of sizes available and more than 30 colors from which to choose, their backyard building kits complement any home or landscape. 
And if your equipment requires even more storage space, Mueller's Standard Series buildings are ready to go to work for you. They're fabulous. From workshops to big barns, these pre-engineered bolt-together buildings come in a variety of size and color options. You can also visit them online at MuellerInc.com. Neil, how do you spell Mueller? M-U-E-L-L-E-R and then inc.com, you'll get a free customized building estimate. And while you're there, click on the color selector tool to make choosing the perfect combination of colors an easy decision. To point out more, I find out more about Mueller Steel Buildings and Metal Roofing, call 877-2-MUELLER. That's 877-268-3553. Or you can visit them at MuellerInc.com. 36 locations across Texas, soon to be 38. That's uh, 800-877-877-2-MUELLER. 877-268-3553, MuellerInc.com. DFW's number one rated news traffic and weather station. News Talk 820, WBAP, and 99.5 FM HD2. We have had more birds at our bird feeders this summer than we've ever had in the summertime before, and it's been a nice assortment of songbirds. These are the permanent birds, the birds that call North Texas home, and they deserve to be fed just as much as those rare migrating birds that hop uh, happen by maybe once or twice a year. You need to treat the native birds really nicely. They're hungry, too. And so we have probably 10 or 15 species that are our feeders all the time. And probably at any given time, 10 or 15 birds at our feeders. Uh, I go to Wild Birds Unlimited for all of my bird feed, all of my bird feeders. I find that they have the best selection and the most cheerful people. I go specifically to the McKinney store. I live in McKinney. That stands to reason. But it also has been judged to be the best Wild Birds Unlimited store in the United States a couple of times. And that kind of proves to me these folks know what they're doing. Wild Birds Unlimited. It's at 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway. If you know where the McKinney Football Stadium is, it is one of the very first retail businesses north of that stadium by about half a mile on Harden. So easy to find, and, and they're open 10 until 5, six days a week, closed on Sundays. And so that's uh, Wild Birds Unlimited. Cheryl Miller is the owner-operator, and uh, she goes by the name of Birdie. I've never heard her called Cheryl anywhere. Birdie, that's her name. And uh, she surrounds herself with wonderful people. These are men and women who love birds, wild birds, and bird feeding, bird watching. You will, too. That enthusiasm will spread to you. That's Wild Birds Unlimited in McKinney at 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway. In fact, just south of the Tom's Thumb Store, open Monday through Saturday. Wild Birds Unlimited in McKinney. News Talk 820, WBAP, 99.5 FM HD2, and WBAP.com. And finally, before we go back to the phone lines, one more thing that I get to tell you about from first-hand experience, and that is Sunburst Shutters. We are 13-year happy customers of Sunburst Shutters, and that is since uh, Bruce Jones called and said, Neil, I'd like to talk to you about advertising. Well, Bruce has retired from the company, and his son, Collins Jones, has greatly expanded Sunburst Shutters now to the entire state of Texas. Oh, my goodness. And uh, also has just really done a wonderful job. These are 
some of the nicest people you will ever meet in retail, in service industry, in, in what they do for a living. These are the best shutters you'll ever put your fingers on, you'll ever see. You'll swear that these are wood, aren't they? Aren't these wood shutters? No, they're made of polywood. Uh, P-O-L-Y. It's a man-made material. It contains no natural wood at all. So they don't crack or warp. They don't split. They don't peel. They just look beautiful. They radiate their beauty through your house. It's like a complete overdo uh, of your home. It's just gorgeous. Sunburst shutters, each one of them custom made for an opening in your house. So you have a shutter that, that comes out in a, in a bundle, frankly, just in a bundle, ready to assemble on site for window number three, window number seven, whatever. And then they put them together. They have been custom measured, custom fit, and there is the shutter put together and functioning gorgeously. The reason that they do it that way is because tape and bed work varies. It varies by probably as much as a quarter of an inch from window to window. And this way they can make them precisely perfect. It's all about perfection. Perfection of look, perfection of fit. Sunburst shutters, see for yourself. Plantation-style shutters with the big louvers. 214-343-2601 for directions to their showroom, or better yet, to set up a time for them to come to your house. Uh, also available in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. But again, the phone number, 214-343-2601. Sunburst shutters. Dot com. Let the Texas Certified Nursery Professionals at your neighborhood, Callaway's, help you. I'm Sarah from the Hebron Store, and now back to Neil. Thank you, Sarah, very, very much. Ooh, music quick, quickly on that one. Can't even say it. Let's go back to our phone lines now. She's been waiting patiently. Patricia in North uh, Fort Worth. Uh, Patricia, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm well. How can I help you? Oh. Okay, um, I'm so disappointed in my lawn. I have St. Augustine. Uh, last year, I paid a guy uh, just to redo the whole thing because I had the sticker burrs, whatever you call them, nut sedge or whatever they are. And I put in 11 pallets of new St. Augustine. It did great for one year, but this year it's not doing good at all. And I followed your book. I have your book. Thank you for your book. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did uh, at the end, uh, end of uh, March, 1st of April. I did your uh, weed and feed. I used the blue bag, uh, three-in-one weed and feed. Okay, I wouldn't have recommended I, weed and feed. That's not something I recommend, but anyway, we can go on with that. Well, it, okay. Well, it said it was time to fertilize. I thought that was the fertilizer. That would be fertilized, <laughs> but not weed killer. Weed killer would have gone on earlier. Fertilizer would have gone a little bit later. Uh, let's see. not worry okay. about that right now. Um, oh. I'm I'm curious. First of all, uh, you 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 made a comment that you had sticker burrs, and then yeah. you said something about nutsedge. Those are two vastly different plants. Oh, okay. Well, that, that's what they had recommended at Home Depot that I Which, put on it. To okay. To kill me. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. I I really I mean, am going to suggest mean, I really am going to suggest you get into a an independent retail garden center where you can talk to a Texas certified or master certified nursery professional, somebody who is a full-time nurseryman, uh, regardless of where you go. I mean, I have a sponsor right now who is full mm-hmm. of those people. Mm-hmm. They have more than a hundred mm-hmm. of them, but regardless well, of that, somewhere go mm-hmm. and, and get a, a pro to help you. Um, which did, did these have burrs on them that would penetrate your skin? 
Oh yes, and I have a little Yorkie that has a lot of hair. <laughs> okay, but and yeah, I just it. just I, I don't need to know all that much. But but if they okay. would penetrate your skin, they were that sharp and pointed. That would be graspers. Nutsedge would never penetrate your skin. It the burrs that it has okay. are not at all sharp. Okay, these well, were anyway, sharp. I think I've got these uh, were sharp. sharp. Okay. Uh-huh. All right, then that is an annual, and that would be graspers. All right, so you would okay. need a pre-emergent that would need to be applied the first two weeks of March. Okay. Which, which is way uh, too early to fertilize St. Augustine. I see. So I may have messed it up myself. That's possible. I have your book I'm trying to follow. I, this is all new to me, but my grass was beautiful last year. This year it's just terrible. And my question really is, do I keep watering? It's not responding to the water. Well, and everything, you, uh, okay, hang on everything. a second. Don't tell me everything else. Let me ask you some. I'm, I'm really on your team. I promise. Want to? Okay. I, okay. I don't want to sound rude. So, but don't give me okay. answers of stuff I don't need. Um, okay. St. Augustine questions tend to take seven or eight hours, and I, I don't have oh, that okay. much time. Um, I got you. Yeah. The uh, tell me what the lawn looks like now. Do you have St. Augustine or don't you? Is it all dead or do you have a, a good stand of it, just not healthy? I have some that's just not healthy. All right. Uh, so if you have St. Augustine that is just kind of uh, puny, lethargic, is it scattered uniformly across the yard, or do you have great big bare areas? I have a lot of bare areas now. Okay, yes. and, and of what size? How how far across some of the um, bare areas? Uh, probably a third of my backyard is or more is um, very like dead looking it's the grass it doesn't do any good to water it it's just lay, it's laying there it's so it may be dead. eight or ten feet with no grass at all uh-huh. yes mm-hmm. all right now i can begin to help patricia probably in those areas you're going to have to do some kind of replanting because it's not going to cover from the sides saint augustine doesn't have anything to come up uh, from underground like bermuda does um, sometimes okay. you can have bermuda get trampled by a the state fair traffic and it'll come back from underground. Uh, but in, in the case of St. Augustine, everything that is going to grow is on top of the ground other than the roots and it won't come back just from roots. So you'll probably have to get some plugs or some more sod or something and replant those areas. And you need to do that pretty quickly because St. Augustine needs some time to get established. I, I wouldn't be a bit surprised, but what happened, you may have lost a lot of that St. Augustine, as new as it was uh, at Christmas when we had that extreme cold. St. Augustine yeah. was not acclimated uh, yet to winter when the cold hit in 2022. We've had two really bad winters. Um, the one in 21 uh, got plants that were gearing up to grow in, in late February, and it, it hit them as they were getting you know, new growth and getting soft and ready to grow and ready to flower and zapped them then. That's why we had so many live oaks that were hurt so badly. Well, the one at Christmas of 2022, just eight months ago, that one caught plants before they got ready for the winter, just the opposite. And St. Augustine was hurt really badly. A lot of people lost St. Augustine last uh, Christmas. So that may be what uh, what got this new St. Augustine. I don't know. But in any event, if you have areas that big, you'll need to replant those. Um, they're they're in full sun, is that right? Uh, some of it is, yes. Uh-huh. I've right, had the need, trees in. I yeah, a lot you of, need to uh, make you know, sure before you plant in an area that is bare, you need to make sure that that area gets six hours of sunlight or more 
St. Augustine yeah. has to have six hours or more before it will hold its own and especially grow vigorously. If it's shady, really shady, then it's not going to make it there. A lot of people say, well, doesn't it need the shade? No, it needs the sun. It's just more tolerant of shade than, than other grasses, but not heavy shade. So that's... I see. Okay. Yeah, that's another um, thing. I have on my homepage, I, I got so many questions on St. Augustine last year, and they all run long, like you know, like this is, and, and it's the nature of the game, that I left it archived on my homepage of my website, neilspray.com, okay. all the St. Augustine diagnostics. I don't know that yours fits into that, because I think you may have freeze damage, but chinch bugs and gray leaf spot and brown patch and take all root rot and all the different ones. If you want to look through okay. that, uh, that's that's available to you also. I will certainly do that. I appreciate that. Uh, should I continue to water on the stuff that is still alive? Or absolutely, uh, yeah. If it's if it's alive, and if you have runners that are within a foot of each other, they could cover pretty pretty well. I would not fertilize until the first of September. the The reason for that is the gray leaf spot. Gray leaf spot is a, a fungal disease that is made worse by putting nitrogen on it in the in the heat. That's a strange thing, but it, it's a subtropical grass that loves the heat, but so does that disease, so does that fungus. Um, I see. There okay. is a fungicide that will help with that disease uh, in emergencies, and that is azoxystrobin. It's, it's uh, Scott's uh, uh, Disease X. The same fungicide we use for take all root that? rot. Uh, could you spell that for me? Azoxo what? A Z O X Y S T R O B I N. I believe it's I N. Uh, it's in Holtz Disease X. Scott's uh-huh. Holtz Disease X E X. Um, it's the okay. only only product that has it at consumer level, and so I'll give a specific brand name there. I normally don't do that, but um, yes. that. It, that's only for emergency. Don't don't right. fertilize now and, and use that to try to beat back the disease. Just wait until September when it gets a little bit cooler and fertilize your St. Augustine then. But I think okay. we've given you some I think we've given yeah. you some direction of how to how to approach this for the balance of the year. And I'm sorry you had it was just unfortunate that you had that really bad cold in December. Yes, it was. because uh, it was so beautiful. I was so proud of my lawn. Yeah. Um, I, I lost yeah. a bunch myself. Yeah. Oh, so do I um, do I fertilize also the parts that's not uh, in September? Do I put it on the parts that are that are already gone or, or still? Or uh, no reason to. There's nothing there. Now, if you plant new grass, uh, if you plant new grass, yes, you could. I see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank you so very Good much. Good luck with it. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. All right. Tom in Dallas, I really want to talk to you about your black gum tree. I'm very curious about that. And then we have Ronnie and Rowlett. And uh, with bald cypress tree roots coming up, lots of, of tree questions. Now, I noticed that in eGardens uh, the other day, too. So uh, happy to help both of you. Stay right there. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. This is uh, the book that I have put on sale at $36.95 in these economic times being what they are. And I hope you'll take advantage of them. I'm not going to leave that sale up 
much longer. Uh, it is 344 pages, 840 photographs, 840. I did not misspeak. It's printed in Texas and San Antonio by Clear Visions, bound in San Antonio at the historic Universal Book Bindery, downtown San Antonio. And in those 11 chapters, I, I had it printed in Texas. I self-published this book. And uh, I wanted it to be printed in Texas so I could go to the press checks and make sure all the color was the way I wanted it. And I wanted to uh, 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 self-publish because I wanted Carolyn Skye to be my editor. She's fabulous. And Cindy Smith to uh, be the graphic designer because she's fabulous. I wanted a copy and paste of those two phrases. She's fabulous because they both are at the highest level. And it was a joy to do this book for you. It's the best work of my career, and it's available to you on sale for a limited time. Just $36.95, I will sign it and get it to you. It's not in stores, not on Amazon. It covers all aspects of outdoor gardening, from lawns and landscapes to fruit, flower, and vegetable gardening in its uh, 344 pages. Satisfaction guaranteed, or I will give you all of your money back. Full refund, no questions asked. I've made that offer for all six printings, 80,000 copies mailed uh, from our garage to your mailbox boxes, and not one request for a refund. Here are the two ways you can buy it. You can call my office Monday through Friday, 9 until 5, and order it that way. That's 800-752-GROW, G-R-O-W. Uh, let's do that totally numerically. It's 800 752 four seven six nine that's weekdays you can also order right now from my website at neilsperry.com n-e-i-l-s-p-e-r-r-y.com neil sperry's lone star gardening made in america a simple idea that means everything at mueller metal roofs and buildings it means local branches dealing with friends and neighbors you trust. It means innovation leading the way with better solutions. It means caring about our products and even more about the people who use them. It means pride in a job well done. Mueller, made in America, made to last. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been leaders across the Metroplex turning landscaping dreams into reality. And all of that time, they also have been leaders in the Texas Nursery and Landscape Association. Mike and Derek Wisnan, the second and third members of the family, have been leaders in that nursery organization and great leaders. You've heard here around Christmas, Christmas is for caring for the Denton State Support Living Center. They are leaders in that from the from the industry side. They organize the pickup and delivery of all of the gifts. They just are born leaders, and I am so grateful to get to work alongside them. I have bought from them and am thrilled with everything I've gotten. They have beautiful stone. It's a 22-acre stone yard. Now, before I met them, before I knew about Whiskey Stone, I was going to stone yards that were maybe a little closer to home and, and prowling through, and it was just not a great experience. And then somebody said, why are you not going to Whiskey Stone? And they were bringing things to my All Texas All Garden Show for the exhibitors. I said, I'm going. I love stone. I love stone yards. And I went out, and my mouth just dropped open. And another thing that will make your mouth drop open is how nice the people are there. They care about you, and they care about helping you succeed. 
So whether you're looking for a landscape boulder, something spectacular, or beautiful little decorative gravel or river rocks or or, uh, you want uh, some kind of stacking stone for a retaining wall or flat uh, paving stones to use for a patio or a a walkway. They have it all. They have everything you could possibly want at Whiskey Stone. They're open Monday through Saturday, closed on Sundays, 4501 East Loop 820 South. Now, this is in far southeast Fort Worth. 4501 East Loop 820 South. And uh, you can uh, call them for directions or more information. 817-429-0822. 817-429-0822. It's WhizQ Stone. I'm Cliff with Callaway's Nursery in Dallas on Greenville Avenue. When you need timely and accurate gardening advice, count on the Texas Certified Nursery Professionals at your neighborhood Callaway's. And now back to Neil. There is a veteran nurseryman who knows his stuff, really does. Thank you, Cliff. Let's go to Tom in Dallas who's waited very patiently. Tom, this is Neil. I'm really looking forward to your question. How can I help? Yeah, Neil, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Um, so about two weeks ago, I ordered a new black gum tree. Also, some people call it a tupelo gum and ordered it from a nursery. I had it planted in my yard. The tree is about two inches in, in diameter. It came with a, a good canopy of, of leaves on it, put it to the ground, um, watered it that day and then watered it a couple of days later. And then a big rain came and watered it some more and, I haven't watered it every day. Um, um, over the past week or so, uh, the leaves toward the bottom of the tree began to turn uh, yellow, uh, and they're yellowish green toward the bottom. The ones at the top are still green. My question is, is it being overwatered, underwatered, or is something else going on just from a transplant shop type thing? Uh, probably transplant shock as quickly as that has happened. Uh, how how was it delivered? It came in the back of a truck, or how did it come? It, it came in the back of a truck in a big black plastic bucket um, with a lot and, of soil in it. Yeah. And it was wrapped in some way to protect it from wind. It was it was not wrapped. No. Okay. Well, but but, may... but but the delivery the delivery meal was not far. I mean, you, you're talking, you know. Um, uh, you know five miles up the road. I'm assuming they didn't travel, you know, 60 miles an hour to get it there. Yeah. Yeah. That's way too far. Uh, you, you can't drive slowly enough and you can't drive close enough. Okay. Uh, I, I, okay. Let's see how, how honest do you want me to be? How fast do you want me to get there? So, uh, uh, be very honest. You can be fast. And I have never seen question. a black gum tree growing <laughs> successfully in Dallas County. Those are East um, Texas trees. A, yeah. What about in a in a? And this is I'm in Dallas, but the tree is actually in uh, Louisiana, uh, so in a much more uh, moist environment. Would have been helpful to know that to start with. <laughs> I yeah. Apologize. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let me reset the things then. Uh, then that almost that has to be transplant shock. Uh, I tell people that you have to wrap a tree when you take it out on the highway. 
uh, at any at 20 miles an hour because if it's laid over if it's laid over on its side the wind is hitting the back sides of the leaves and uh, the wind uh, the trees are not equipped for that they're not used to having wind hit the bottoms of the leaves um and you have no assurance that the people didn't drive 30 or 35 miles an hour. You right, see right, wind right. burn uh, on plants after a, after a storm. That would be my first guess. Uh, I think a chance of overwatering or zero because that plant is used to very wet soils in the southern United States. Uh, it'll okay. probably put out some new leaves. Just don't let it get dry, and it should Neil, be fine. You're the best. Yeah, they're lovely I really trees. It. Yeah, love your book. It makes for a great gift. Thank you very much. That's a lovely tree there. I, I'm glad, it, glad it's not in Dallas. So anyway, good uh, good carving wood also. All right, uh, Ronnie and Rowlett, I will help you as best I can with the bald tr- cypress root. Stay with me. Another hour coming up. Stay tuned, folks. <laughs> 